Welcome to the Weekly Trend, a podcast for navigating the markets through the lens of technical analysis. The Weekly Trend podcast is provided for educational purposes only and does not constitute any professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the information or content without first seeking advice from a registered financial planner. Welcome back to the Weekly Trend podcast. Today is June 23rd, 2023. S&P is sitting at 4360. My name is Ian McMillan, and today I am joined by no one. This is going to be a solo job as a couple of our teammates are enjoying vacations. So not a lot going on in the markets, but wanted to at least give you guys something You know, we've been on a a strong run the last six, seven weeks. Major indices have done pretty well during that period. Obviously, the NASDAQ has done the best. The Dow has done the worst. The Dow's actually pretty flat over that period. Meanwhile, we've got a NASDAQ that's up 17, 18%. S&P, it's in second, close to about 8% over the last two months. The Russell was in second place there through the first week of June, but has since fallen off. And again, the Dow has been the weakest throughout the entire rally. And the last couple of weeks, we have seen a little bit of a correction in the major indices. Nothing too striking yet. You know, I would say... NASDAQ, S&P, Dow, only down about a a percent and a half. Now, Russell 2000 has been hit the worst, so the breadth picture continues to flail around. June looked like, um, especially that first week of June, looked like we could potentially see what we saw in February and potentially start getting some breadth thrust out here. Those, again, have fizzled out, and it continues to be a large and mega cap growth story. There is tons of evidence that that continues to be the case. Either you can look at these relationship charts or anecdotally other things that you pick up on as you are doing your research and looking at your charts. I can look at relative lows and relative highs especially from our ETF lists, about 350 different ETFs, everything you could think of. And that continues to be just very, very few new relative hives. Things like MGK or SPYG, those are your mega and large cap growth ETFs. And there's a few other things on there, but when you look at new relative lows, it's just chock full of a wide variety of different sectors and sub-industries. So tech, discretionary, communication services, those continue to be the best sectors. NASDAQ 100 versus Russell 2000 will most likely go out at new relative highs in that relationship this week. So another point to the mega cap large cap growth story and the waning breadth story, maybe not waning. Yes, just not there. And you've got things like banks that really needed to get together. 
as we say, not something they don't have to outperform, but on an absolute basis, they really, I thought they had, you know, they had put in a really good effort. I thought that we had kind of gotten over that first hump. If you look at something like KRE or KBE charts, and those have since rolled back over. Not surprisingly, the Russell 2000, again, has also rolled back over. It's back to that 180, 181 level, kind of that intermediate term base breakout that uh, we got all excited about. So we're going to revisit that. Not what I wanted, but not necessarily a failed move. It was a harsh move up and it's been a harsh move down. I think most technicians would have preferred us to consolidate maybe here for a couple weeks, but that's not what we've seen. Things like NASDAQ 100 equal weight versus the NASDAQ 100, equal weight S&P versus the S&P 500. Both those relationships continue to deteriorate pretty heavily. There will be new lows on both of those charts this week, but you know, we talked about 4180 on the S&P for a long time, then it's still intact. We're still above 4300, which is a shorter term level that I would like to see hold. And we're doing some. So far, this feels like a decently controlled pullback into some shorter and intermediate term levels. Again, the Russell looking the worst. But when you look at the NASDAQ and the S&P, it looks... Okay. Now, does all this eventually spill over? Does all the weakness under the surface eventually spill over? I don't know. We've had weakness for, I mean, all year. And look what the NASDAQ and the S&P have done. So you can call it a five-stock rally, a seven-stock rally. There is some truth to that, right? There's math there. If you back those out, then what has the S&P done? Obviously, we know it's significantly worse, but... It is what it is. It's the hand we've been dealt. And this continues to be an area where the average stock just spins its wheels. Again, yes, we can point to many stocks, a few large and non-large and mega cap growth stocks out there, home builders, things like that. I get it. I see those charts. But when we look at a 30,000 foot view of what is the average stock doing? We look at indices of the quote unquote, the average stock, however you want to break that up, whether it's New York composite, New York Stock Exchange composite, NYA, whether that's value line geometric, these are still pretty weak, whether it's small caps or micro caps, very weak from a technical perspective, micro caps are back under their 200 day moving average. The 200-day moving average for the Russell coincides again with this 180-ish level, basically this breakout point. So are we revisiting that? Definitely something you do not want to see drip much further down. But we will wait and see. It's a day-by-day market, and it does continue to be a market owned by larger mega-cap stocks. That's just the truth of the matter. I, along with anyone else, am am ready for a sea change here, but we don't get to pick when that happens. So we will continue to concentrate in areas that are working. That's really the only thing you can do. There's no point in fighting this from a risk reward standpoint, getting out there and 
owning a bunch of individual stocks when, yeah, I see the breakouts, but those breakouts still just do not hold for the majority of these charts. If I had a genie and three wishes, that would probably be one of my first wishes, but I don't. So that is all that I have for you guys today. Again, not a lot, but at least a little something to maybe dig into over the weekend or throw around in the back of your head as you are out mowing the grass or hanging out at the pool with the family, maybe out on the lake. It's a beautiful, beautiful summertime. I just spent a great week in Wisconsin. Have a great weekend, everyone. 